came here to say Who wanted from the jump? We came to get exactly what you want We came here to say that You don't really want it with us Yeah, yeah Sports show Came here to say that You don't really want it with us Yeah, yeah Sports show Came here to say that You don't really want it with us Yeah, we live, you know We came here to say that You don't really want it with us Yeah, What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Your Sports Show. It is your boy, Big Baby, a.k.a. The Soul of R&B. My nigga, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. And we have BK, Matt. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? Also, we always have the Queen, Queen Tay. Yeah. <laughs> ah, one more week until we get into the studio and I can have you do that to my face. Smash bros inside the desk. <laughs> Ooh. So, oh, outside of Matt's singing, um, I know you guys heard we do have a new theme song. Um, it just played. Let us know what you think. Shout out to Montezzi, uh, for for dropping that for us. A real friend of the podcast, real friend to the network. If you heard the Job Tears podcast and his voice sound familiar, it's because he made a Job Tears podcast theme song. So, shout out to him. Definitely shout out to him. Um, yeah, we definitely want to record a music video to that. Tavia's idea was was was, was, was a bit extreme, <laughs> but I think we can make it work. <laughs> I think we can make it work. We can, we can oh. make it work. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, just a couple of edits, creative yeah, just, changes. But... Sure you cover your face with. If we do the original idea, you gotta make sure you cover your face like all the I way. I got a I got a good mask for that. I have to pick it up, but what bandana, what bandana or flag you plan to wear? Um, I plead the fifth. Cool, me too. cool. Say no more. Me too. You got to tell. You had to tell me twice. So, so I can't have a couple of my homeboys that could be, or possibly, quote unquote, don't hold my words to this. Could be wanted by the law. I can't have them in the video at all. Right? They have to wear masks, bro. Okay, yeah. Cool with me. No yeah. guns. I can get I can get us access to a rooftop though. In the well, I got plenty of access to roof, rooftops. That's dope. And then we get a drone. Um, we get a drone cam. What, what are like, we, Matt Hardy? No, the drone cam that that give us you know the overlook, the um, the over the top of uh, camera angle. You know, it would have been dope though if we had like a rooftop court, right? Just like it's like jail ball. Everybody just it's like. Rocker Park theme type shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's a good idea. Have people um, playing sports on top of the roof or some shit. Lit. Or we can go to Gersh. I'm pretty sure people are playing sports over there and we're from Brooklyn. So. We could definitely go to Gersh. We could definitely. No, nah, we ain't going to talk about the last time I was well, at Gersh. Nah, last time I got over that Gersh, they were shooting, but they do that a lot over there too. So. Hopefully, after the quarantine, they kind of ran out of bullets since they're shooting them all in the sky with the firecrackers. Let's yeah, let's hope that they run out of fucking firecrackers because I'm nah. tired of this. Yeah, no, nah, they didn't. Not over here. 
I, I heard them all through the night last night. Just... All night long. After it I felt rained, home. It was crazy. I'm not even going to hold you. I felt at home. It felt like hearing gunshots. You know, it's like soothing a little bit. Just a little bit. That's problematic, but... What? Oh, good. I mean... <laughs> hey. I, like, I just like noise. Like, well, I just like noise. Some, pe- the- some people are used to water and, and, and the ocean, and some are used to the train. Mm-hmm. I'm used to, you know, couple couple gunshots. Gunshots is your white noise. All good. Couple, couple gunshots, <laughs> couple arguments. You know, you ain't shit. Fuck you. Ambulance. You and that bitch you was fucking with. You know, I'm used to that. Used to it. Not saying quote unquote that it was me. Cause, you know, I'm married. I'm happily married. Love you, babe. But yeah, just saying. The norm. All good. So <laughs> we have um, a packed show today. Um, but let's get into it by talking about Maya Moore. For those who don't know who Maya Moore, you really, really may be sleeping under a rock because Maya Moore is a four-time WNBA champion of the Minnesota Lynx. And uh, I, I forget how many uh, years she's been pro, but she's been a dog ever since coming into the league. Uh, she came in the league in, um, I'm sorry, she came in the league in 2011, first round, first overall pick. Um, four-time WNBA champion, two, um, 2013 finals MVP, 2014 WNBA MVP, six-time All-Star, three-time WNBA All-Star MVP, five-time NBA All WNBA All-First Team. Two-time All WNBA Second Team, two-time All Defensive Second Team, the um, steals leader in 2008, um, scoring leader in 2014, Rookie of the Year in 2011, Uh, just a lot of shit, (laughs) just a lot of shit, and and she came out of UConn, so you you know she a dog, of course, she's definitely a dog. UConn was a powerhouse, man. Man, they, they ran rampant on, on on the NCAA women's league for sure. UConn is like the Boston Celtics of college basketball. That's so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the most important thing that she has done is that she helped a man who was wrong wrongfully convicted. Um, the man named Jonathan Irons. I'm sorry, y'all, if y'all hear the water going in my background. Let me move. But. Right. I'm going outside. (laughs) But a man who was clearly wrongly convicted. uh, She got him out of jail. He had a 50 year prison sentence for burglary and assault with a gun. In Missouri, and she got him out. Twenty-two years. She hasn't played the last two years of WNBA basketball because she was like dead set on trying to get him out of jail. That's amazing. Yes, it is. We talk about athletes using their platform. This is the ultimate. Of, of that settlement, of that statement. Maya Moore used her platform 
to get a man free out of out of prison. The man has spent. He's forty years old now. He spent a quarter, almost a quarter of his life in jail. Almost his entire adult life. Yes, almost his, not entire, his entire adult life in prison. Yes, basically his entire adult life. Like it's crazy how athletes have this much power to do things, and most athletes don't use it. And what's even more impressive is that Congress or whoever she spoke to took time to sit down and listen to a black woman, a woman of color, to get this done. We, we know that, that, you know, society isn't, doesn't treat black women the best. The law doesn't treat the black women the best either. So for her to be able to use her platform and get this done, it's amazing the amount of power that athletes have. What do you yeah. guys, Tavia, what do you think of this? Being a black woman, be, uh, being involved in sports, being a, um, an athlete, how, like, how does it make you feel? I believe that we have to protect um, athletes like Maya Moore. She basically is the embodiment of when black women or women of when women in general put their minds to something, they're willing to risk it all for a purpose. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Women have been on the front lines of so many different movements over the past few generations, and I think that her showing that she, her showing that she's willing to not play in a sport where she's dominated over the past what almost ten years. Yeah. shows how serious this case was to her and how activism basically overpowered athleticism. Mm-hmm. And I think that athletes use their platform f- to drive social change, but I think what she did, she took it one step further than a lot of them would have. And, and that should be uplifted a little bit more. You know, we have athletes who've endorsed presidential candidates or started like get out the vote initiatives, you know what I'm saying, which is all good and said good. But she risked it all risked it all for this case. Yeah. She yeah. you know, we know the WNBA players do not make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And she basically partially funded this defense. Yeah. Financially. So, you know, give this girl her flowers, not only for being a powerhouse on the field, but on the court, but a powerhouse off the court. Yeah. Matt, your thoughts? Uh, I second everything that, you know, Tavia's saying. Like, it's it's one thing to talk about, you know, reform in the American justice system, but it's, it's, it's another thing to, to do something about it. And her giving her status in, in, in the world of sports and her being so dominant, her taking mm-hmm. that platform and then being able to free this this this, this guy is it, it speaks volumes, you know. Like we all know, our you know judicial system is is flawed. Mm-hmm. We all know it. We've like we all had our you know intakes on it. So to see someone actually take a hiatus, it was a two year hiatus, where you know she was practically killing it. Like I think she she literally won the championship the year before she, she took her hiatus and just was like, she's going to dedicate all her time, energy, and focus mm-hmm. onto this to this cause. And and granted, it took two years, but she got it done. 
Like it, it speaks volumes. It's like just one word to describe it is hope. You know, you got so much hope for what you know a lot of these athletes or these people that are in power can accomplish if they set their mind to it. So it's it's a remarkable thing what she's done and and what she's capable of doing. You know, I'm I mean we get we give people like Kim Kardashian like shit, but look at what she's accomplished and what she's doing. She's helping to get people um, sentences reduced and, and getting out of jail or the wrongly convicted out of jail. So, I mean, power is everything. And mm-hmm. social status is even bigger. So, you know, like, for them to be able to pull off a lot of stuff that they're pulling off mm-hmm. for the right and for the greater good, it's a remarkable thing. One word to describe it is hope. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely an amazing feat. And as Tavia said, we definitely have to give her her flowers because not enough people who do good in general get their flowers to like like while they're living, like and especially athletes. Because when we got people like Laura Ingram telling motherfuckers to shut up and dribble, and you remember like, her name? I don't remember that bitch's name. Nah, yeah, you got to remember. You got to remember certain people's names. So when when it comes down, come back to. Being like, yo, look at this. This is what happens when you don't shut up and dribble. Yeah. But like, like it, it's amazing. It's amazing the type of power we have when we don't listen to idiots on TV who just have a platform just to spew stupid shit. But um, again, again, shout out to Maya Moore. Um, we can't wait to see you come back on court. Even if you do not come back on court, your your legacy has already be, been defined not only by what you did on court, but what you did off the court. So, shouts to you. Facts. So, Facts. Cam Newton, killer Cam. About fucking time. He has signed a one-year deal uh, for um, about a million dollars, something like that, on the punch. But um, with only five hundred is guaranteed. Yeah, five hundred fifty thousand is guaranteed. But he signed a deal to the Patriots. Um, the last time we saw Cam Newton healthy a year and a half ago, he was he was still a dog, but now he's in a whole kind of a brand new system. And what do you guys think? How do you think his fit is going to be? with the Patriots, and do you think he's going to be a championship? They're going to be championship contenders still. Matt. Matt. Uh, Cam Newton is a dog on the field. We all know that. But, you know, uh-huh. it's, look, don't do that. Don't do that. Because you just went into a whole tirade about how great Colin Kaepernick was, and I think Cam Newton is a way better quarterback than Colin Kaepernick. Let's just, let's, let's just throw that out there. But I feel like with the guidance of Bill Belichick, not necessarily great guidance, but, you know, like the strictness and the firmness that Bill Belichick How is it not great guidance? Look at what he's done over the past, <laughs> like, 20 years. He's like slave, He's like a slave owner in a sense. Oh, wow. <laughs> I look at that nigga like, like, don't do this. Don't do that. If you do that, you're getting the fuck out. That's this a like winning regimen. Yeah, it is a winning regimen. I'm, I, I say, like, it's kind of like a, a, Cam Newton's a wild dude, man. We all know that. He's a wild dude. Seven fucking kids is a lot. But you almost didn't get picked up. So this is your chance to show up and show out. And 
if you can't succeed in the Patriots franchise, like if you can't succeed under that tutelage, mm-hmm. that's gonna say a lot about your future. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm I'm hopeful because I I think he's a damn good quarterback, a damn good quarterback. But it, it's more it's more or less what he's gonna do with this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I hope it's good, but I'm I'm I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> T, your thoughts? Okay. I think Cam Newton is an amazing quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. What I'm salty about, to be honest with you, I feel like he deserved a better deal. Mm-hmm. Given his pedigree and all that stuff like that, right? Yes. Now, I feel that people were so quick because Brady and Gronk went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to mm-hmm. say, hey, they're, they're Super Bowl contenders. You're going to say already. Mm-hmm. Forgetting the fact that Cam Newton is good at the things that Tom Brady wasn't. Yeah. So I believe that. You need to step it out of the pocket? A lot more than that. You know, he was more agile. Brady yeah. wasn't. Brady is a great passer. You know what I'm saying? He knows how to put the ball in the hands. But mm-hmm. all of that extra shit that other quarter, more mobile quarterbacks do, that's why I always give Manning a little bit, Peyton Manning a little bit of an edge over Brady mm-hmm. because of that versatility that Brady mm-hmm. doesn't have. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So I feel like the same in the same breath that we can talk about how Brady and Gronk uplifted the Buccaneers into a new stratosphere. Now it's going to be interesting. I'm sorry. It's like World War Five happening outside of my place. There you go. Matthew, right at home. Right at home. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful sound. I feel that the bell is, now we can say, hey, we have a, real, a good enough quarterback to say, hey, was it the Belichick system or was it Brady's talent? Because now right. we're putting in a, a – a, a top or uh, upper echelon quarterback in that same system, so we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. I feel like Brady got more weapons than Cam do, in a sense. Yes, but but um, Cam is more of a weapon than Brady is. Yeah, what? you're right. You're 100 percent right. As I said, it, it this is more or less gonna be. What the hell it, is happening? Oh, I think there's a fire. Hold on, because I smelled it. Mm. Hold on a second. Just give me. It's, hold on. Yeah, it's not. Go ahead and check it. But um, cause I, cause I will run. <laughs> I know I you. <laughs> but I think with um, you know, I knew this was gonna happen. These what? little assholes with these fireworks. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Shooting them off in closed spaces. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, they're dumb. They're yeah, dumb. They're dumb. You can't give, can't give little kid nothing. Why don't you shoot off some mass scores instead of fucking fireworks? Like the fuck out of here, man. I'm sorry. Nah, you're good. You're good because we all feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and and agree. I agree. His, I think it's gonna work. And Jacoby Brissett, his little bit of time when he was running it. If you pay attention to anything. Jacoby Brissett is a big running, big mobile quarterback like Cam Newton, but not exact. But Cam Newton, of course, is stronger and faster and more of a dog than Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. 
And he has a mean a scarf game. And in the heel game, apparently, too. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> one man got Mary J. Blige hat all over the house. That. I love I'm it. I'm glad she said that. <laughs> I'm here for he it. He got a mean, smart, a scarf game. Come on. He's going to need that stuff. Cold as it is. Cold as fuck. But um, I think it's going to work out for him because uh, they're going to tailor the offense to him. Mm-hmm. And I, I strongly believe that um, – even with the weapons that Brady has in Tampa Bay, the way Belichick will Belichick will put um, Cam in in the right place to succeed. Not, nothing more than to be like, listen, look, look, look what I'm still doing, look what I'm still doing, and I'm pretty sure didn't um, Belichick um, have another quarterback before Brady that he was doing, using? What was his name? No, it wasn't. No, no. Oh, I'm talking about before Brady got became Brady. Who did Brady replace? I forgot. Larry, Larry would know. That's how bad it was. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, he's a non motherfucking factor. Non motherfucking factor. (laughs) But I, like I said, I think Cam is, is a good pickup for them. Uh, he. His only thing is his injuries. And it might have been Bledsoe. It was, I think it was Bledsoe. Yeah, it was Bledsoe. So his only thing is his injuries, which is why his contract is the way he is. And, and it, it is the reason why Cam took the contract, too. Yeah, I think about it like this. Somebody who's been injured almost two years, mm-hmm. former NFL MVP, um, former um, player in the Super Bowl, you got to take into account his – his injury history, he had two surgeries on his shoulders and a surgery on his knee. Bro is the walking tin man right now. So we have to – got to see what's up. Does he still have the same mobility? That. It's true. Slide some more you to me. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do for him, bro. Well, I'm pretty sure – I'm pretty sure <laughs> Belichick got some WD-40 in there. They he has to. It. Right. But I, I, it's gonna work. It's gonna okay, work out. If, if Joe Flacco, oh God! Still, I mean, <laughs> come, come on, Lord Jesus, Jesus, Joe Flacco. No, nah, we just don't like. Uh, I don't like Joe Flacco. I never saw the hype in Joe Flacco, even when they were with it. I was like, that's not. Look, that's not Joe. You don't got. You ain't got to deal with him. He's on my team, unfortunately. So just please skip it. Skip it. Please what team? Denver. He's on the Jets. Oh, Joe Flacco's on the Jets? Yes. What a fall from grace. Right. Really? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Damn. Really? Yes. Really? Yo, really I got to give it to you for admitting to be a Jets fan in public, man. Yeah, I'm that's – yeah. I'm, I'm loyal you to be a Knicks fan forever. Bro, it's Jets oh, fan. God, yeah. Mets fans. It's, it's, y'all. No, I'm not a Mets fan. I'm a Yankee fan. I'm a not that far it's, normally, it's normally if you're a Yankees fan, you're a, a Giants fan mm-hmm. and a Knicks fan. And yeah. if you like the Mets, you like the Jets and you like the Mets. Yeah. Which is weird because they all rhyme. Yeah, it does. But what whatever, Matt and, and Joe Flacco. Y'all y'all do whatever y'all do over there. You your star your uh your star um only your defensive backs want to go to damn the Cowboys of all places. Um, 
please. No. I can't. I'm not going to say of all places because Cowboys is a really good team. They're just the Cowboys. But um, then they're talking about trading Le'Veon Bell again. I'm just like, whoa, this – Please, fuck, can we, fuck can, it, can we, right? Can we please change the subject, please? Listen, you could listen. It's not like the Giants is the best team. I know. Y'all have y'all had y'all won Super Bowls. You're right. You're right. Same. Not the same at all. All right. Thank you for that. I didn't. I almost didn't forget that we won the Super Bowls, and y'all haven't won in since ever. Since forever, Born. since since Joe Namath, yeah, <laughs> yeah, since forever. Good time, good times, good times. It's not good times at all. <laughs> Nothing good about it. So as we move from, um, well, actually no, we're gonna stay a little bit on football. The speaking of um, our football giants, they have named Hannah Burnett as a team's first full time scout. Um, I hope I'm hoping and praying that um, you know, she has better eyes than, than the last scouts we had, because, woo, woo. But last scouts ain't nothing compared to the stupid Eagles scouts because them niggas ain't doing nothing. They pick up the same bullshit over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It'll kill them to get. So it would kill them to get some level of offense. Yeah. Kill so them. just a little bit about her. Hannah Burnett is 25 years old. Um, she graduated from University of Massachusetts. Mass- University of Mass. Um, University of Massachusetts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Fuck y'all. <laughs> like, it wasn't me. It was Tavian. It was you for laughing. When they- he laughed first. <laughs> he laughed first. <laughs> right. You laugh first. The one laugh first, get that. <laughs> oh, All across player. Um, and not only was she the team captain, she was a two-time all-region, all-conference player and three-time conference champion. She holds the UMass record for points in a game with 10. Um, she recently interviewed with the Giants, and they said she crushed it. She said the only thing she cares about is the Super Bowl. Is um, it's us to win the Super Bowl. Our main goal as a team is to win the Super Bowl. Um, I try not to think about. Oh, she um, she was asking about breaking gender bias and barriers in the NFL. She says I try not to think about that. I completely understand and am aware that this is an awesome opportunity, and it's important for females in the league. But I've said this from the get-go. I just want to be the best area scout that I can. So, um, what do you guys think of this? The Giants um, breaking moles the first time in the team's 95-year history that um, they have a fee- of, uh, female scout. Tavia, your thoughts? I'm so glad that they have a woman scout. I yeah. mean, you put the hands – you put anything in the hands of a woman – it's going to flourish. So I think that we can't possibly get any worse. Probably not. You know, but I think she's going to change things for the better. I think women have this intuition about things that are often right. So, you know, all power to it. And I'm glad that it's our team that's um, yep. breaking the mold. Matt? I mean, it's, it's, I, look, 
it's good that they're they're breaking that and you know they got faith in her. Apparently she killed it and she got the right intention. She ain't thinking nothing less than the Super Bowl. That's the right way to think. So I mean, I can't really give much of an opinion on it until I see what she does. Yeah, that that's true. I think it's it's great for the Giants. Um, they're making some noise doing stuff. I I'm <laughs> but in terms of overall. In in the big aspect of sports, like we have Becky Hammond as full time assistant on the Spurs, um, we have somebody else who who's an assistant coach in the NFL, uh, another woman who's an assistant coach in the NFL. Yeah, she looks uh, kind of like Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, and, and the uh and Hannah, so it, it's it's great for women in sports in general. Said this before, women in sports, uh, and. Try and taking over, you know, male-dominated sports. There's no better. Like I said, like we said before, Tavia is a football player. I'm pretty sure Tavia hits harder than most most male football players. Oh yeah, about a hundred, about 110 percent sure that that's the case. But outside yep. of her football, like her playing stuff, again, yeah, she's more knowledgeable than most male football fan, most male sports fans. So. Like I said, it's good to have that on our our side, and it's also good for again the culture of sports just to have women being uplifted. So that is really dope. Oh, well, thank you, Dre. You're you're welcome. Cause I'm not trying to get beat up when we get back in the studio by and uh, tick tock tick tock <laughs> six days. Yeah, Remember, you know what? I might have to call via satellite. <laughs> All right, you'll get your ass whipped via satellite too. So <laughs> she might pop up instant transmission in your house. It's gonna be over, bro. No, I, oh, no, if I go to that crib, it's to see my little niece escape. Mm-hmm. They get on my nerve. Roll, roll, roll bounce, bounce. Roll skating. That's it. Can you say your? You can say your. Hmm? She was looking at me. She was like, "No, we going back to bed." Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, but uh, so many of you know the NBA, uh, the bubble. Yes, that good old bubble, bubble Fuck trouble. That bubble. Fuck that bubble! <laughs> Fuck that bubble! <laughs> That's funny. It so um, the NBA will be back July thirtieth. We went through the games on after the year. A lot of the games that's going to um, be going on. But uh, yeah, the crazy thing is, I might be in Orlando when it opens up. Ain't that crazy? That is crazy. I'm gonna be out there when it opens up. Yeah, that's my son's birthday and my birthday, so we was planning on doing a little Disney. Well, not doing the Disney trip because I don't even know Definitely. if that's just open. You definitely can't um, do the Disney trip. Yeah. So we just might be hanging out in our villa. That's probably what it's going to be. Watching basketball. Pretty much. Or yeah. letting them skate. Yeah. Letting, let them skate. You get, definitely got to let them skate, bro. Definitely got to let all the kids skate. So, uh, let me get to the name. So, so originally, if you didn't hear, you know, they were talking about letting the NBA players use names. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, use names on the back of the jersey. Jokingly enough, uh, 
Jabba Rant said he was going to put fuck 12 on his back of his jersey. But I can't apologize for that. Shit, I had to apologize about that. Uh, and he can't, obviously, you can't put that. And, right. he is, and he's also number 12. So that's. But they don't know. They don't even know what, what 12 means. I, Unless somebody tells them. Obviously, they know. Obviously, they know. Somebody told them. Somebody said something. But. Probably Isaiah Thomas. Here. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas ain't no snitch. Oh, for no. sure. He ain't no snitch. He should have snitched on himself when he was doing everything he was doing. Just... Don't bring up old kids, right? Don't do it. <laughs> we'll talk about the Knicks shortly. Very shortly. Oh, oh God. God, no. So, so, the list of approved names mm-hmm. um, on the back of jerseys are Black Lives Matter. Say their names. Vote. I can't breathe. Justice. Peace. Equality. Freedom. Enough. Power to the people. Justice now. Say her name. Uh, si se puede. Yes, we can in Spanish. Yeah. Si I se know. puede. I, I seen that movie. What was it? Um, I forgot what it was called. Liberate. Disney. Gotcha. Liberation. See us. Hear us. Respect us. Um, love us. Listen. Listen to us. Stand up. Ally. Anti-racist. I am a man. Speak up. How many more? Group economics, education reform, and mentor. Who came up with all this shit? And that's what I want to know. It was approved by the the players association and the NBA because that sounds like a Kyrie Irving decision. Right. It definitely sounds like the Kyrie Irving decision. Like I give that man too much credit. He's the president <laughs> of the fucking players association. He has all the power. What are you talking about? He that those have to go through him. Like, like that's tough, Matt. Don't 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 try to defend Kyrie on some bullshit. Look, man, Brooklyn Nets fan. That's what we do. We protect <laughs> our own. If y'all protect your own, y'all would have stayed in Jersey. Look, Jay Z and not, not demolish Brooklyn over it. Jay Z, yeah, that's true. That that's Jay Z for, honestly, a uh, uh, Jay Z for. On damn, Jay, like. But we here. But we here. Why are you doing that? No, because you're a reform. You're a re- new Nets fan, right? I was a Nets fan when they was in Jersey, so. I feel bad about that. Like I really feel bad that you had to travel all the way to fucking Arizona just to just be no play. Yeah, that's fine. That. I definitely, yeah, definitely, especially them trips to the finals, bro. That was, man. Oh. Oh, that's what we doing. And, okay. And them playoff trips was, was dope. <laughs> but you see what he's doing right there? You see him, right? Mm-hmm. It's all right. all right. But the players previously previously decided not to use the names of those that have died in police custody on the backs of their jersey out of respect for the families. Players don't have to replace their names with a message if they do not want to, but many will likely will. Also, players can opt to have a message along with their last name, which would go underneath the message after uh, after the first four nights. Oh, so this sounds like a temporary thing. Sounds like a temporary thing. Yep, sounds about right. Yeah, which will go after the mess underneath the message after the first four nights. That might oh, so they might um. 
I don't know. I don't know. It sounds it sounds good. But um what do you guys think of, of the things the names, the um the um the approved messages on the back of the jerseys? Freedom of speech. Shouldn't be a cap on what the fuck um, they want to say. You That's see what I heard. You're all right. Let me let me tell you how I feel about this, right? Mm-hmm. I think that I am not really for it. Why so? I just feel Soundbite. like no, I, I really feel like all of that put that energy into actual activism. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like I feel like putting the names on the back of the jerseys is almost like pandering in a way, more than sending an an actual message. You know how you send an actual message? Live up to the expectation of mm-hmm. your platform and use your platform in a really good way because now if just to be just to, to speak on a, the other side of the platform if somebody put on the back of their jersey Trump 2020 or MAGA or whatever people will be uproared mm-hmm. just being real true it's, it's freedom of speech on both sides you're right no, that, that and, and I'm not a, and I'm not a both sides person you know I right. see equal, you know we could have different political views, but you know, I draw the line at like racism, sexism, classism, all that. You get what I'm saying? But let's we're at, we're asking for real reform and real change. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like all these, it, it it comes back to the aggravation of you know we don't care about a Golden Girls episode from 20, 30 years ago. You know right. what I'm saying? Pulling that off, we want to see what what's going to happen on a higher level. Look at what Maya Moore you you look what Maya Moore did, and right. then you gonna come and tell me about some jerseys? Which is uh what? Which is a marketing scheme? I'm pretty sure they're gonna be for sale. Well, which are gonna be for sale? As you said that, Nike has also pushed to attach anti-racism messaging into its advertising, creating a, a commercial that encourages viewers not to ignore the problem of systematic racism. In America, in the wake of George Floyd's death, while NBA teams can have multiple iterations on their jerseys for the season, the nameplate is often left untouched. The last time it was changed, however, came in 2014 when the NBA released jerseys that would have the nicknames of the players on the back instead of their last names. So that goes into what you're saying. So Nike is going to make some pennies off of this. Because it's not, you know, it's usually rare that they change the names on the back of jerseys. But right. since they will, I'm pretty sure Nike is going to sell some of these jerseys, honestly. 110%. Right. Now, now, where this money is going, that's a whole different thing. Because the money can be going to Black Lives Matter and everything like that. But, at you know, in the same token, and again, what Tavia said you know, it, it is a hot take because people will be like, no, no, no. But at the end of the day, she's a thousand percent right. Because if we can have freedom of speech to say the things we need to say, we want to say, mm-hmm. if other people do not have that same freedom of speech, we're, we're no better than the people we're oppressing against. We're, we're right. not oppre- oppressed against. Right. This this is This is what it is, right? The reason, the reason, all right, Nike 
has done a lot of social justice, multicultural type of marketing for years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now, my my issue with this whole thing is that this distracts from the real core message to me. Mm-hmm. This does because I'm not gonna want to pay eighty nine ninety nine for a jersey that says, you know, Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, guys. Like, this can, is not what I it can is. make that my damn self, honestly. Yeah, I ain't you know gonna hold you. If, I, if there was a fuck twelve jersey, I probably would have got that. I wouldn't do that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't go that far. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, let's be real here. A lot of these. A lot of the people who control the wealth of of the United States could really put that money not only to just these organizations, but put these money put the money back to these communities. Actually, you know what I'm saying? Start a, start these home buyer programs. You get what I'm saying? Start these these natural resource programs. Not mm-hmm. only just against criminal justice reform and this that, and the third. That's only one facet of the biggest mm-hmm. issue. You know what I'm saying? It's, police brutality is a big issue, yes. But there are others that are that are just as big. You know what I'm saying? Like if we can help fix these neighborhoods and these red and, and unredline these districts, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? You have you afford people the right to have better access to better type of policing and better type of education and better type of athletics. You get what I'm saying? Like a lot of these kids in the inner city are not the kids that are going to the NBA. Yeah. Why? And then some of these kids in the inner city that play at Gersh or or at Rucker are better than some of the people I see on the on the court. Mm-hmm. So we have to really like look at the the deep systemic issues. Names on the back of the jersey ain't it? It ain't it, bro. This, this is what mm-hmm. y'all came up with. Mm-hmm. We've had four months of quarantine. This is what y'all came up with? Nah, we I'm good off that. Keep that. Keep that jersey. <laughs> Matt, what do you think? Look, I mean, it is what it is. It's not, I guess it's more eyes on it, but like I said, it's a temporary fix for a long-standing problem. So, I mean, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. ain't nothing much to be said about it. It's just, mm-hmm. I feel like it, it, it really holds no merit to anything. It's just something that it's basically the 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 NBA's way of saying, "Look, we're with you." Mm-hmm. Well, if you're with us, then I, I expect more than just jerseys. If right. you're with us, look at this. Look at the multicultural composition of your of your internal teams. That's mm-hmm. how you make the change. Facts. You get what I'm saying? Should be These, should be black owners. There should be more have any black more owners. diverse ownership. You get what I'm saying? More diverse, you know, I would say not even internships, but like mentorships. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Put that put that into something that, that's worth it. You know what I'm saying? There's people out there really like risking their lives and their reputations for equality. In the NBA, y'all should y'all should know a little better. Right. Yeah. On. For sure. It's not like these are brand new issues, and um, and it, it it seems like a cash grab a little bit. It does. It does seem like a cash grab a little bit. You 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 want the players to play because if the players do not play, 
the league lose money, the players lose money. So this is more of a, well, we see you, we hear you. This is the best we can come up with. Okay. Go back this, to the drawing board. Y'all got enough time. Yeah, I right. have enough time to, 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 to bring something else back up, bring something else back up, especially, again, my thing with Kyrie Irving is you don't – you're telling players not to play. They come up with this shit, and it's like, okay, cool. I'm good. As long as you're bringing attention to it. Okay, I get that side of it, but what else are you doing? Because you literally – the NBA hasn't had enough power to make the whole world stop when they found out, when, when people found out the NBA just stopped, now y'all have that same power to restart when the whole world is watching you guys too. So got to figure something out. I'm not saying it's not a terrible idea. It's just it seems like a cash grab. I don't want, the, want it to feel like the NBA is in a damn if you do, damn if you don't situation. But, yeah, it should be. Probably a smidge bit better idea than what they have. What do you guys? I want to know what people what they're doing on the corporate level. That's a good question. I don't know. That's what I want to know. You know, like I said, it's just it's really just a cash grab. That's all it is for me. And you know, the George Floyd <laughs> tragedy, right? That sparked outrage in the nation, right? Mm-hmm. My thing is, it's been over a hundred days. Breonna Taylor's murderers have not been arrested yet. Have yep. you guys heard of Elijah McClain? Yes. Yeah. That hurt my heart worse. And people are not speaking out about these things in the same like base that they were about George, George Floyd. This is a continuing issue. Use mm-hmm. your voice. You all collectively, these people probably have almost a billion followers on social media. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And they get paid for what they post. Like you, you gotta look at it. You you might have to take a couple of L's for for us to advance. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, that's, it's just frustrating. That's the problem really? I, I've I've felt about athletes speaking out. Sometimes I can't tell nobody what to do with their money. I, I absolutely can't. If I if I tell you to speak out and you lose money, I can't tell. You, I absolutely, I'm in no position to tell you because I don't have that type of money to do do what they do. I'm not in those type of positions. In the same token, especially as a black athlete, you have to find a way to do it. Definitely have to find a way to do it. And also, like, my thing is, I am all for the equality, and I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and I get how some people don't want to alienate any type of conservatives or the mm-hmm. third. But if the issue here is race and not mm-hmm. politics, you should not be afraid of alienating anyone. All right. We're not cool. talking about Republican Democrat. You get what I'm saying? We're talking about it should be us all against racism. Yeah. Sexism. That, that's, that's what it comes down to. At the end of the day, it should, all of us should be against racism, not well, it's cool sometimes. No, all of us should be against racism. You all shouldn't the time. be mad. The thing is, if if somebody who's a flaming racist feels a way about your message, they're not your supporter, and they're not the people who you're trying to market to anyway. Right. Agreed. One hundred ten percent. So, um, 
as we move forward, uh, the Knicks, the New York Knickerbockers. Oh, Lord, we went from depressed to a state of depression. Please, no. No, we have to. No, 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 we have to. So, <laughs> why are you even depressed, man? You're not even a Knicks fan no more. What happened? Just it's hearing the name is yeah. just depression. Like, <laughs> I got over that a long time ago. Oh, God. I get over it sometimes. You gotta get over drink. it. I need a drink. Can't do this. I need a drink. So, um, a lot of names swirling around about who the Knicks want want to be uh coaching them. The main name the main two names I've been hearing is what's the name? Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau. Oh, Jason yeah. Kidd. Jason Kidd. Oh, it's three names. Sorry. Tom Thibodeau, Jason Kidd, and Mike Miller. So we know Mike how Tib Yeah. Not not the Mike Miller you're thinking about. The interim coach that they got right now. Oh, yeah. okay. oh no, Mike Miller, the, the shooter, yes. That was the interim coach. <laughs> yeah, Mike Miller. Yes, that's what you're talking about. You're talking about the shooter? Like, yeah. He was the coach last year. Yeah, oh shit, that shows how I have not been... I can't even stomach the Knicks. I can't even see blue and orange together. Yeah, Mike Miller. Yes, he? Mike Miller. He's actually He actually coached the Knicks pretty well. When he was coaching them, they lost, but they, they were playing. The Knicks were playing all right with, with Mike Miller. Not going to lie to you. But um, Mike Miller, Jason Kidd, and Tibbs are your coaches, are, are, are the coaches' names right now. Um, Matt, I, 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 I can put my arm on. I can <laughs> bet my arm that it was is that Mike Miller. So like, but that's your brother, play man. for the Heat. Yes, bro. Yes, no fucking way. I thought it was the dude that that was the. You sure? I thought it was the dude that was doing the Westchester, the Westchester Knicks. That nigga. That's the same nigga, but you know what I'm talking about. If Mike Miller was still coaching the, if Mike Miller was coaching the Westchester Knicks. Is that Mike Miller too, bro? It's the same Mike Miller, <laughs> bro. Like it's the same Mike Miller. Bro. No like, way, bro. Yeah, I'm about to Google this shit. I'm pretty sure. I think we got two different Mike Millers that we're talking about, brother. It's a Sorry. common name, but it is. But I don't think it's the same Mike Miller. I don't think it's. I don't think it's Mike Miller that played for the Heat. I don't it was. It, it was, bro. <laughs> Let me, uh, let me get to it so I can. Bro, I'm pretty sure it's not that Mike Miller, bro. It is. It definitely is, bro. All right, so. Regardless, who, um, if y'all had a choice, uh-huh. who would you have coached next? Bro, it ain't that Mike Miller. All right. If that I Mike Miller choice... is in University of Memphis. That's what he's at. Dre, you heard me? Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, I, the, I, the Mike Miller that you're talking about is, is that man. I know I'm not bugging. I'm like, that's a dude that was at the 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 the, the Westchester Knicks. I re- I remember seeing him like step up. And I'm like, okay, okay, got you, got you, got you. You're 100 right. Got you, got you. All, All right. right. So if I had anybody to coach the Knicks, yes, you have to be? choose. Yes, I have to choose out of those three. No, 
If you okay. had any um any coach that you think you know the free agent. Hmm. Thanos. Who? <laughs> Who? You said Thanos? <laughs> <laughs> Thanos. The, uh-huh. the, 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 the destroyer of worlds, Thanos. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. One snap and it's over, Thanos. Uh-huh. Okay, so that goes into the next question then. Uh-huh. Oh, Lord. You didn't even ask me. No, no, no. I'm going to ask you too. That goes into the, the, the next part of the question then. What would you do to change Nick? <laughs> Call Thanos. <laughs> That's how you're going to do it? Eradicate the whole team. I'm He's done with inevitable. that. He's inevitable. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Like, um, all right. Seriously, like, yes. I would go with uh, Tom Thibodeau, mm-hmm. but um, I would redistribute the talent to different teams mm-hmm. and just start completely over, all over again. Um, I think that I, what angers me is that hearing that we were Le, LeBron's first choice 10 years ago and, like, the meeting went so badly because James Dolan is a terrible terrible owner. You get what I'm saying? That all right, I'm gonna head out. It's true. Oh, right? Yes. I'm not bugging. You're not. I'm not. You're no, you're definitely not bugging. Yeah. You you're on the on mark, on target. Can you imagine what we could have been if we had Carmelo LeBron, Anthony and LeBron James on the same fucking team? Yeah. Even with Amari Stoudemire coming off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Like with all mm. the talent that we had and and because Dolan can't get it together, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm still, I'm not gonna lie, I'm still mad that he traded the entire team for Carmelo Anthony, and could have waited. And they were on a roll when it was yeah. the Danilo, Amari, and, man, and, um, and, and Wilson Chandler, Wilson Chandler, Chandler, Landry Fields, all of them. Yeah, they were on, they were really good. This is all when right. they had um, D'Antoni as a coach. Yeah. I want y'all to pay attention to. Our roster, right? If LeBron would have signed with us, right? Mm-hmm. They had Carmelo Anthony, Ronaldo Baltman, Chauncey Billups, Tony Douglas, Landry Fields, Jared Jeffrey, Roger Mason, Amari Stoudemire, Ronnie Turrioff, Bill Walker, Sean and Sheldon Williams, and um, I think we still had felt. We still have Felton. Yeah, we have Felton. We didn't have Chauncey yet, I don't think. No, you did no, have we Chauncey had, with the, the mellow trade. With the mellow trade. I was in the oh, mellow trade. Oh, right, 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 right. Because I was thinking about the other one, uh, Davis. Oh, Baron Davis. Baron Davis. Yeah. yeah no, nah, that's a year later. That's a year yeah. later. Yeah. That doesn't, ha- that mean, doesn't happen if LeBron goes to the, goes there. But, but. Bro, I'm aggravated. I, we would have had, had a deeper, a deep team. Do I think big three level team? No, but I think that if we had a really good strategic plan with LeBron, we would have been able to kind of wipe the stink off the last 50 years. If I'm not mistaken, they picked up Tyson Chandler a year later. Yep, they picked up... um, Yeah, the year after he won the... um, Yeah, he he played 11-12. He won the championship in in 10. He went, no, they won the championship in eleven, and he went to the Knicks the next season. Yeah, that's right. tough. Thanks. That's, that's tough. tough. So it's, it's, like, it's hard to think. 
it's hard to think of now when you're like so effed up over then. But I think mm-hmm. Tom Thibodeau, because he has the um, Knicks pedigree experience, because wasn't he like the assistant coach under under Jeff Van Gundy back yes. in the day? Yes. So I would go with, I mean, it ain't going to make a big difference anyway, but I would go with Tom Thibodeau. Don't ruin some new coach's <laughs> reputation mm-hmm. with the Knicks. That's true. So, uh, your thoughts, Matt? Who would you have coaching the Knicks? Uh, I, look, I've been wanting Mark Jackson back with the Knicks for so fucking long, and I'm sticking with it. I just mm-hmm. felt like what he did for that Warriors team, he laid the blueprint and the foundation for that Warriors he team. He gets no just, credit for that. And he gets hardly ever credit he for that. He should have got a ring the first time they won the ring. Yeah. Facts. I low-key thought it was respectful that they had him call in the finals. <laughs> it was high-key disrespectful. And he then they asked him, and then somebody oh. asked him, how do you feel about them winning the championship? I've been over here like, bro, the fuck? <laughs> like, you for real? Like, you asked like, me I, shit? I really feel like Mark Jackson is one of the, you know, premier coaches that do know how to, like, control media issues. So, to go along with your next question that I know, you know you're about to ask is, you mm-hmm. know, what will we do in the upcoming season? Like, what changes will be made? No, not the upcoming season. Just in general, like, what? Uh, would we do? I would, I would hire a hitman for for, for James Dolan. He That's said, the, apart that from the, that, the question uh, definitely says outside from Murphy and James Dolan because I'm pretty sure that's what we're all going to say. We were all going to say that. <laughs> There's no reason we all shouldn't have said that. But so that's not that's that's, that's not a lot. That's not on the table at all. At all. That was the first option that I had. <laughs> well, you have three more. You have you, now. You have three options still. Uh-huh. All right. I would. I would definitely hire Mark Jackson. Give him whatever the fuck he wants. Also, create. Also, control over. You know. Who they, whoever they fucking draft, if they even have any fucking picks for the fucking upcoming draft. Do they? I, highly, I don't even fucking know. But yeah, like, uh, who, what else what would I do? I would, all right. I know uh, everybody has their reservations about, you know, Carmelo Anthony and whatnot and how he was when he was on the next. But I would honestly try to rebuild that and, and bring him back to a degree. That wasn't mm-hmm. his fault. I don't. I don't feel like one hundred percent was his fault. I felt like he was all in, and you know, certain certain situations like hindered that. And and granted, Phil Jackson's not there no more. You know, James Dolan is still there, even though I wish he just retire and go in a home somewhere and just. He's wherever. not even that old. He needs to be. I'm sorry, if you want Thanos? I want Thanos to snap his fingers and he evaporates. That needs to be inevitable. I'm sorry. Just, it is what it is. But yeah, I would try to get I would try to get Carmelo back. Uh I I, I would try to orchestrate a trade to get Chris Paul. Even though he's like in the last, you know, he's not necessarily old with his injuries, but he plays relatively good with that OKC team. And I need him as a vet to, uh, you know, be there for your R.J. Barrett's, you know, and your, your Dennis Smith, 
juniors and shit. Like, I would need him to be that vet and prepare them. And your Frank, ne- I can't pronounce that nigga name. Frank Nilakina. Yeah, I, can I, say I would want- can't say fucking Massachusetts. That's tough. Massachusetts. Continue, motherfucker. Go. Oh. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I know we're, like it's a little skeptical with his health or whatnot, but I would try to get Brandon Ingram. I would try to make an offer to get Brandon Ingram. That 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 would be the three things that I would do. I would get Mark Jackson. I would try mm-hmm. to get. I would try to rebuild. The, the Carmelo relationship mm-hmm. and um I felt I feel him and Chris Paul would love to play with each other pause you know in in, in a New York Nick setting and mm-hmm. try to rebuild that and they could probably help the young guys that you have there your Kevin Knoxes and you know uh your Dennis Smith Juniors and and you know RJ Barrett's of the world that you have there you know they don't have a necessarily bad team but it's just you know they're 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 young Mm-hmm. I think your vet is Todd Gibson. That's yep. your vet. Todd Gibson. Julius Randle. <laughs> Julius Randle. Julius Randle ain't no fucking vet. He's their vet. I, I, but, I, yeah. All right. So what I would do, um, I would definitely hire Mark Jackson, right? For sure. Mark Jackson would be my head coach. First couple of things I am doing, I am unloading – Todd Gibson. Facts. I'm unloading Frank Nitakina with True. Todd Gibson. And Derek Smith Jr. with Todd Gibson too. So them three are are, are leaving. That's my first you mean thing. Dennis. You mean Dennis Smith. Dennis Smith. Sorry. Dennis Smith. Um I'm making some trades to get some picks, first of all. Because if we're gonna rebuild, we're gonna rebuild all the fucking way. It feels like we've been rebuilding for a Ever since right. 2000. The, the problem with the rebuild that the Knicks do, the, the Knicks don't rebuild right. They don't knock it down and, and build it up. They knock it down a little bit and they're like, oh my God, we can do, we can we we can try to sign somebody for more money than we have. Let's do it. They well, stunt, they got the cap space now. They stunt the they growth of it. their players. They stunt the growth of their players and they send them away and the players become something after when they leave the Knicks because the Knicks stunt their growth. And Iman Shumpert. Right. Oh my, my God. That was, that was a heartbreaking. That was a heartbreaking thing. Trevor Reza. Shannon Fry, like like a bunch of people. David Lee. David Lee. Uh, like oh, I forgot all about him. Nate Robinson when he left the Knicks. It was just a, it's a lot, bro. Like Knicks had some had some pieces. Wilson Chandler is still around playing. Like, like it, it's a lot. Like, just a mat. Like, I'm not saying a mat. Like, I don't want y'all to have PTSD of the Knicks. But if too late, sorry. If if the Knicks had all those players that were primed up and ready, the Knicks could have been a solid playoff contending team. And one of those years, they could have got lucky and got to the finals. The way the Probably way they made that two thousand that two thousand eleven two thousand and twelve roster that was the best yeah. roster that they had. That was the yeah. best roster that they had. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that now, was now, when they was number two in the conference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they lost to the Heat that year. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they lost the stars that year because everybody was hurt. Yeah. So, and Melo was playing hurt. Amari was hurt. Baron Davis lost himself. Yeah, yeah. That's when we had Jason Kidd too. 
Yeah, Jason Kidd was old. Rashid Wallace was injured, and he came back, but and gave the Knicks a spark. But his injury was too much for him. Oh, don't lie. Yeah. Um. So it was a lot. So after that, after I'm trading off some of those contracts, I'm literally building the team around R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson. So whatever pieces I get, I'm building around those two. Those two are the future of my team, right there. Especially Mitchell Robinson, who who's one of the top shot blocking centers in the league, and bro's like six <laughs> eleven. Um, I'm unloading. Unlo- just say seven feet. I think he's six. I uh, know six ten or six eleven. He, no, he, he damn near seven footer. Um, I'm getting an, a point guard for sure. I'm getting a point guard for sure. I can live with. Mitchell Robinson being a lob threat, probably that's pretty much it. But I need a point guard. To, that's to, what I said. That's what I said. Chris Paul. Yeah, you you can get Chris Paul. That would be your lone big money contract. No, no. What about I, look? I like Brandon Ingram as a as like a forward and an option to help down there because he can shot block too, but he can also he can also knock down shots and and clean up too. So that's well, why I say. Brandon well, I, I agree with the Brendan Ingram thing, but you also have Kevin Knox there still, who who has potential. He yeah. keeps getting his potential slashed because of the amount of minutes he is not playing. So, yeah. but let him figure it out the same way the, the Lakers let Brandon Ingram figure it out. But how do you feel about Bobby Portis? I like Bobby Portis. I, I, I like Bobby Portis a lot, especially he's tough. He like punch people in the face. But outside of that, he's he's a stretch four, stretch five. You need a stretch if you're playing with and uh, solely inside big like Mitchell Robinson, who we saw now can dribble and shoot, which is sick. So like, <laughs> it's crazy. So, and I think my third thing would, my third thing would be, um, fuck, get a. Uh, Get a dope ass. Uh, no, get a a better PR person for the Knicks altogether. The yeah. Knicks public relations people is trash. They're sorry, terrible. they don't pay enough people to clean up James Dolan mess. I'm sorry, they don't pay enough. They don't, but their public sorry. relations is terrible, and they need to they need to get that shit together. I want to believe that uh, what's his name, Leon? Uh, what the fuck is his name? Leon something. Leon, Leon Rose? Yeah. Leon Rose, the new president? I want to believe that he, he, he's going to push it forward and hope to God that, you know, we – that he can rebuild the Knicks into some level of a threat in the East because the East is wide open. You can't just necessarily say Milwaukee runs the East because they don't. I don't think it's like Toronto and, and, and Miami and all of them. I don't think it's wide open as we think it is, bro. Because it's really five solid teams in the East that that there's going to be those five solid teams for a long time. If they, yeah, they could be solid, right. but it, it, when I mean by wide open, meaning like it's no guarantee on who's the top team in the East. It's open. That's what I mean by that. There's no powerhouse in the East that you're like, okay, yeah, that's that threat. At the, like that in the. It's like that even in the West. You can't even say that the Lakers is a rough shot on the West because they're no. not. The Clippers can can, can dethrone them. It, yeah, no, I get you, but at this time, at this point in time, the powerhouse in the East is Milwaukee. 
I, I would like to beg to differ. You beg to differ a team that is um, games back. I beg to differ. Ooh, that's a hot take. Man. That is. A- I, I beg to differ. I don't think Milwaukee is. The, I don't even really feel like Milwaukee is even capable of even making them to the finals this year. Truth be told, they got to run through Boston. But when I said that, I was tripping. That's uh-huh. tough. Bro. I'm not saying you tripping. I'm look. You I'm, said I, you I, said I was tripping. You said bro, I was I tripping. You, I told you back from that four quarters day is I'm not a believer of the Milwaukee Bucks, bro. I thought Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is a better set team than than Milwaukee. Especially after they let, especially if they let Brogdon go. I don't. I don't look at Milwaukee and think like, all right, yeah, they're guaranteed to make it to the finals. No, I don't think that. I've been saying that. I don't understand how if the team is, is the best record team in the NBA for the past two years. That the bro, were they the they were the best record team last year, right? You said you and they got to the, the conference finals. Team. Yes, but did they make it to the finals? No. Okay then. Did we did really so think Toronto. That- did we really think Toronto was the better team though? Did now, we really? I didn't. Think, think- uh, I didn't. I didn't. But that shows to prove that they're not necessarily the best team. The best team means, like, there's no arguments. You can argue with Milwaukee. You can sit there and say Boston can beat them in a seven-game series. Philly can beat them in a seven-game series. Like, we, we've said that. Toronto can even beat them in a seven-game series. I don't think series. Philly could beat them in a seven-game series. I do. I do. I don't trust it. I don't trust that Brett Bro, Brown is going to do the right thing. Let's, all and let's, be real, let's be realistic. If Kawhi uh, doesn't hit that shot, Philadelphia is going to the finals. No, they don't. They go into overtime and Kawhi – Goes again to it dogs Philly like he did the whole series. So, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't say Milwaukee's a clear cut best team in the East. I'm sorry, standards alone or not, that's totally my opinion. That, but I can't not say the team that has won the most games in the NBA the past two years is not a, a favorite to get to the finals. Yes, last. So, all right, I want to say I want I want to hear this. If they don't make it to the finals this year, then what's gonna what, what do you want to say about Milwaukee? Oh, we giving we giving um Giannis the LeBron treatment then, if, if they don't get there, bro. Because if we're gonna keep the same energy on LeBron, if the Lakers, if something whatever happens with the Lakers or wherever team he was at, gotta give Giannis the same energy. Let gotta me tell keep you the same energy, bro. The Lakers need to win this year. They do. They do. They definitely do. The Lakers, you know, the the fact that we keep saying that they're probably mm-hmm. not, but they need to. I I don't see how they won't. This is their best chance to do it this year. This is their yeah. best chance to do it. Yeah, I the only, agree. The only, the only fucked up aspect of all of this is Kawhi's been on low management forever, and then he got two months rest without being criticized for it. Might be an issue. <laughs> I still going to be – I think it's going to be an issue for him anyway because him sitting down is no good for his arthritis anyway either. So he, he might come back and be worse off, honestly. The rest right. probably did good for more good for for Braun and AD than than it did for anybody else and 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 Joel and um and Ben than anybody else honestly and I do I would love to see I'm not gonna I love Giannis but I would honestly love to see the matchup of the Lakers and Philadelphia in the finals. Yeah, I would love to see that. But Did you just say that man got fucking arthritis. <laughs> yes, he does. That? No, he does have arthritis and disease. Um, what's her name? What the fuck? Why you think this nigga always sitting down all the time, bro? You don't, you did not know that. 
Right. No, I know. Yeah, I know he had tendonitis. I ain't nobody. He had something. Yeah, I believe somebody said he had arthritis. In me. I'm like, that makes sense. A lot of sense. No, <laughs> I think got tendonitis. Wow. <laughs> nah, somebody said arthritis. Tendonitis <laughs> is a form of it's a degenerative aspect of arthritis. Tendonitis is painful as hell. I have it. Tendonitis. I have tendonitis in, in both of my wrists. Tendonopathy, some shit of another. But I'm, I know it's another way of saying tendonitis. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know he. I didn't know that. It's crazy. Yo, he laughing. Yeah, I'm he sorry. Laughing. I didn't know he had it. No, it was the way Dre said it. I was like, damn, nigga, you just like gave a nigga a whole disorder. That's what we doing. All right. And I didn't even know he like really like had like it was a like a clear cut disorder. Like I thought he just. Showed signs of it. I didn't know that was like what he was, what it was. Yeah, bro, I got, uh, a lot of shit going on with me. So, so you got locked up, bro. But well, let's move um, move on from basketball and get into a little bit of wrestling, our last topic of today's episode. So, we have seen a lot of formation of, of stables and tag teams and all this other shit going on. So, I gave to y'all, I told y'all to put together. Five wrestlers, uh, five five wrestlers together. Put them in stable, name the stable. That was pretty much it. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going first. I will let you go first. So, and the rules are: you cannot name a wrestler that has already been named. So, because Tavia is going first, whatever wrestlers Tavia say, you cannot say. So if it was in your mind, get ready to, to, to come back with the remix. So we're going to start with Tavia. Okay. So I have Ken Shamrock, mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, Matt Riddle, Bro, what Batista, Batista with Shayna and Ronda. And I want to call them Carnage. Boom. Hold on. You said Brock, Matt Riddle, Ken Shamrock, Ken Shamrock Matt Riddle. Batista. Batista. And you got to choose one. That's the four. That the four right there. Why got to yeah. be four? It said it's five people. You chose six. I didn't choose no six. Yes, I chose you five. did. You it said Ken Shamrock. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle Batista. Batista. Ronda Rousey and, and Shane. Oh, and Shane. No, Shane <laughs> is like their, their valet, though. No, no. There's five of them. One of them okay, will be. Okay, so I'll take Ronda and I will call him Carnage. Okay. And my team is going to beat all y'all teams. Boy, here we go. Matt, you go. So, you uh, go. I, I didn't say, get no feedback. No, you just said your team is going to beat all our teams. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, now no, I, 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 how would you? Okay, so you're putting titles on these people. But, all of them. So, we're put, so the titles that we're putting on, who – what are the titles you are putting on these people? Okay, so I'm putting the Universal Championship on Brock Lesnar, the belt that he built. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to put the WWE Championship. That's the, the black belt, right? I'm going to yes. put that on Batista. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the tag team belts on Riddle and Shamrock. And then I will put the Raw title on Rousey. Okay. And I'm still beating all y'all teams. That is not a bad team. 
at all. They just seem like they 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 just shoot all the time and they probably piss people off. Like, yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, I feel like they piss people off because they 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 like they they they're hitting people for real. <laughs> like, they're snuffing people the whole the whole match, like like knocking the fuck y'all y'all saw that clip when um when Brock snuffed <laughs> Braun Strowman because Strowman need him in the face. Yeah, I saw that clip. That's how I feel like the whole match will go. Like, y'all be kneeing and punching people in the face. These are people after my own heart. And I think Larry would shout me out for my, my stable. I agree. I think he would, too. He, he would love that shit. Definitely. He would. He'd probably be mad at you that you took Lesnar from him. But <laughs> but for sure. I like it. I honestly do like it. Thank uh, you. Carnage. I like it. Matt. Uh... I'm gonna take Randy Orton's um name. I'm gonna call this stable legacy in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Boom. I got Jericho, I got Cody, and I got the new Era Heart Foundation. Even with with fucking Teddy Hart. Crackhead yep. Teddy? Yep. Okay. Wait, Teddy Hart. Yep. Teddy Hart. He's a cousin. A Brian Pillman Jr. and Davey Boy Smith Jr. Yeah, Teddy Hart does a lot of drugs. Oh, <laughs> woman, bless Aww. his heart. Yeah, bless his heart. What, man? <laughs> no, what you just? Yo, say? shout out to Brian Pillman Jr. Everybody who knows knows that I was a big wrestling fan back in the day, mm-hmm. and Brian Pillman, Brian Pillman was my favorite. And I met his son before he even wrestled, and he was such a sweet kid. Because that was like the only person on Bourbon Street with a Brian Pillman shirt. Yeah, Pillman Jr. is dope. So Davy Boy, Davy Boy is dope too. Uh, yeah, Teddy Hart not so much, but <laughs> but Wait, he's really a Hart member. Some yeah, <laughs> he is arguable. Yeah, he's a cousin, and oh, I'm 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 reading up on him. Go ahead. Yeah, he had to. I guess he had to ask Natty for the name for the the Hart name. Nat, which is weird because you would think he would speak to Brett, but I think um, because Natty is part of the new generation of hearts, um, she he hit her up and he got the name, which is cool. It's nice. It's cute. Oh, he's really he's really one of the grandchildren. Yeah, he's a descendant. Oh, because but, his last name was like Annis. I'm like, where did you get that from? Bro? Right. Like, That's why he had to Maddie for the name. Okay. Legacy. So how would you book these two, Matt? Who wins what belts? Jericho. Are we doing WWE titles? Whatever belt you want. Whatever stable right. you want. Because oh. we'll yeah, his stable is not taking the belts off mine. Oh. Look, I think Jericho is capable of being brought Lesnar any day of the week. Let's just, let's just throw that out there. And it's a proven fact. Just throwing that out there. Because you, yeah. you snuffed Brock? Snuffed the shit out of him. Laced him. Said, eat that. Eat that. Which is steak. Fucking whatever. Okay. But yeah, Jericho would be heavyweight champion. Cody would be... Huh. Cody might could be the, the, the universal champion. I can give him that. What? What? I would make Cody <laughs> universal champion. Look, y'all got Braun Strowman as the universal champion. I don't want to hear that shit. Don't do that. Cody is 
fully well, capable of being a heavyweight champion. That is two different sides of the spectrum, though. Like, yo, Matt jumped all the way to the Williamsburg Bridge with that shit. Like, well, bro. And I'm looking at the bridge. I'm looking at the bridge right now, and I see Matt. Right. <laughs> he reached right. it. He, 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 he capable of being a universal champion. I mean, it's, it clearly. I'm, the I only mean, reason why I'm asking is that if you have Randy Orton on your stable and you have Cody on your stable, why not I didn't have Randy Orton the universal champion? No, I don't want Randy Orton. I want I want some new fresh blood. That's what I want. I'm looking to build to the future. I'm Jericho's going to be the vet. And he's gonna do his thing, and he's gonna put these guys over. That's so, how I look at it. So why wouldn't you put? So Randy should have should be your world champion. That's but Randy's not on my team. Then you say I said I'm taking Randy Orton's name. Oh, I'm taking a legacy. Oh, oh. I thought you said Randy Orton. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I well, started with Chris Jericho. I said Chris Jericho. Put your stable. Yeah, oh. you don't really got too much choices between who's going to yeah. be champion. So I get it. Thank yeah. Build him, build. I'll build Cody up with the right tutelage. He's fully capable of being the universal champion. Mm-hmm. Fully capable. Oh. He can talk, and the man can wrestle his way out of a goddamn paper bag. I don't want to hear that. Don't do that. Cody's full of personality. Oh. Cut the best promos of the year this year. Don't do that. Whatever. Continue. Who's who's winning your belt? <laughs> Awkward silence. Oh, real <laughs> awkward silence. My bad. I thought I... Somebody was calling me. <laughs> but yeah, Cody is is, is going to be my universal champion. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to okay. put Teddy Hart as shit. United States champion because clearly he ain't always there. T- clearly, Teddy Hart is your Jeff Hardy. So, yeah. No, let's, let's not shit on Jeff Hardy. That belt like is going because... to be vacant. Let's <laughs> not shit on Jeff Hardy. No, we're not, we not going to shit on Jeff Hardy. And Davey Boy and, and Boy and Tillman, <laughs> I put them on SmackDown for the tag titles with the New Day. I, lo- I want to see that view. That's what I want to see. That's not bad. That's not bad at all, but just this Cody as your universal champion is. Why y'all trying to play Cody like Cody ain't got it? Oh. What is everybody's issue? What is your issue with Cody Rhodes? What is what is Cody Rhodes? I honestly have I honestly have no issue with Cody Rhodes. I just think that he would be champion out of default because of the other three people on your team outside of Jericho. So you mean all right? So if you was booking shit, you would not. You would not. Ever let Cody have a shot at being champion? I never said that. No, I never I said that. So it should I'm be out of, based off your based off your stable, based off your stable, he would not have a choice. Now, if you had, if you had a, a stronger other three people, people stronger than those three people, the other um the Hart family, mm-hmm. then it's different. Then I'm like, okay, now give now. You, Prove to me why Cody should be champion over such and such. That's why it's, I thought you said Randy Orton. But so it's, more like, like oh, the, okay. it's more like the same level of when Evolution. You, Batista could should have been the, like the clear cut, like, oh, I want him to be the heavyweight champion first. But they went Randy. Why? Because he had the mind skills. He had the charisma. He was able to um, be a better wrestler. That's exactly. Different. Cody is a great wrestler. That 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 Randy. I remember watching that closer than. Randy at the time it was a better story. Yes. I feel. 
I saw that the slower burn with (laughs) Batista and Triple H, I thought that that was, I felt like it was just the right move all around. But I'm not going to shit on Cody. I haven't seen a lot of Cody's work. I've I've seen some of his promos. His promos are really good. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to send you some. Yeah. Uh, back my shit up. No, I love Cody. I love I think Cody. Cody's good. But I, just, I think Cody's good. And I think that he is he's hitting his stride for the first time, like in his career, from what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the dirt the dirt the dirt sheets talk. Yeah. But when you look at the pedigree of the Universal Heavyweight Championship, mm-hmm. I would not put Cody beating any of those guys who held the belt. I can see him beating Triple H. I, I can see Triple H doing that for Cody. Wait, Triple uh, H was never the Universal Champion. Well, he's the world. It counts as the World Champ. Well, in terms of the Universal Champion, I'm just talking about just All right. the Universal. He'll, he'll beat Finn. He'll beat Finn Balor. Well, he he don't count. And well, Seth Rollins. And Seth, he'll beat Seth no, Rollins too. No, 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 we're not, we're not doing that Roman. today. We're not doing that today. No, he wouldn't be Roman. Are you serious? Are you serious? No. I'm very serious. You bugging. I think him and Roman would have a five-star class. I think they would have a great match, but Roman would still have to take the win. Roman would have to take the win. I think he would have a great... I think he would have a great feud with all of those people, but I would still put all of those people... I think the only people he wouldn't have had a great feud with would have been probably Brock. But I think everybody else, he, he, him and KO would have had a good feud. Yeah. Him and Bray would have had a great feud. Uh, him and Bray would have had a You talking about two, uh, two people uh, that could talk you into the building. You're bugging. Great. No. Bray would have a great feud because they both have multiple characters they can lock into. No. Exactly. It wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. Awesome. It wouldn't have worked. That's why I got it, so disappointed. I would Cody never, left. I Stop. would never have put a Bray feud with Cody over a Seth Rollins feud would have been better. Yeah, Seth Rollins would have been better. Yeah, a Finn Balor feud would have been. I would have loved to see them two together. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't even say. Well, I'm not counting Goldberg and Brock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because no, because they're kind of past their. They kind of past their. Goldberg is kind of you know. He was kind of a transitional. You get what I'm saying? But um more like accidental. Not, not accidental, because I was I was here for it. I when he beat um K. I left the I left the building, state, country, all that. I couldn't do it. Stupid. Well you all you did was waste your money because you paid for your ticket. It's horrible. <laughs> couldn't believe this shit. But nah, nah. I'm sorry. I threw mm-hmm. shit. Like Goldberg Nick. <laughs> I'm sure he and did. Cody, Cody to me does better with the chase than the actual holding of the belt. Yes, you get what I'm saying. He's, he's a uncle. better chaser, so he's that's uncle why Willis, you got to keep him. You got to keep mm-hmm. him on that chase. You get what I'm saying because the payoff to me always falls flat. The Uncle Virgil's son. That's why. Oh boy. Anyway, Uncle Virgil's <laughs> son. I, I like no, I, like I said, I like Matt. I like Matt Fick. Like I said, the Cody of the Universal Championship again only sounds like, but the, based off default, based on the other the, the the three the tag team that he has in there. But that's he, why I chose Cody because yeah. I feel like Cody is Cody is definitely heavyweight champion material in WWE. I just don't understand why they didn't see that. Well, because they had other heavyweight 
champion material there at the time. I felt like Cody hit his stride when he was dashing Cody Rhodes. I felt like I was like, yo, this this is the truth right here. He no, so sure. that few with him like and Mysterio. That. It was well, that, awesome. That's ugly, Cody Rhodes. But I get you, bro. Un, uh, undashing Cody, whatever it was, it was. Yeah, I get you. I, I understand. I like. I, I like that too. So the same Cody that you're seeing today. It's just more or less he got. I, I don't really agree with the whole American Nightmare family shit. That's kind of like whatever. But you know, I get it. I get it. Got you. Well, um, my stable would be called Dynasty. And remember what I said. Uh, the rules were past or present with the with the, the dynasty. So I'm surprised y'all didn't put anybody from the past in y'all dy- in y'all shit. I told but you why. My tat. Um, I would have Harlem Heat as my. Um, you know, those would be my tag team champions right there. Harlem Heat. My. Um, I would have. Kent. I would have Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada as well. So I have my tag teams and my singles. And my last single would be... Who was it? My last single would probably be The Rock. So... And that would my be... My stable is best. Sorry, yeah. I won. Well, your stable... There's a bunch of fucking MMA fighters. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, but they still, they still dominated in the WWE, too. So Ken Shamrock, Ken Shamrock did not dominate the WWE. He had a really good... No, 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 no. He had a good run, yes. He had, he had a, a good really run. run. Yeah, yeah, but he, he didn't dominate. dominate. You said dominate. At the time, he... All right. Ken, <laughs> when Ken Shamrock was in know. WWE, he was a big deal. And he did a really good job. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he did a real good job putting the rock over they're great. Awesome. Just My stable will still be all y'all, so whatever. You might yeah. got you might got something with, with, with Matt Riddle though. Matt Riddle is killing the game right now. Matt Riddle's a star for sure. He needs he to be a he needs to be a bad guy. No. He needs to be a heel. No. He like, needs what, to be a heel. It's like what they did with Bobby Roode, man. Like Bobby Roode's the shit. Where is he? He's he's, he's 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 injured, ain't he? he finished injury. Yeah, he's coming off an injury, and I'm sure they don't have nothing for him to do right now. The like Bobby Roode was this shit. I, I went when he was a, when he when he was a good guy. No, I didn't, I didn't like him a good guy anyway. I, I like him when he was bad guy. I, I like him when he was bad guy. I like Bobby Roode as the it factor when he first won the, the TNA title. I was like, yeah, that's my nigga right there. Nah, I, I like Glorious. I love Glorious. The it factor was better. The it factor better than in the glorious Bobby Roode for sure. Boy, for that sure. was the that was the best shit ever. I still remember walking up and down fucking Bourbon Street singing singing glorious. This shit was awesome. Good times, good times. So, as we end up and another great episode of the Your Sports Show. Again, this is a very good episode. Child I want to try to put y'all y'all stables in our group chat and see what. Everybody else thinks. Okay. They gonna say you got the fucking say yours because team. you got fucking Brock Lesnar and 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 but, but, Ronda Rousey. You, Ronda Ronda Rousey. you got the Rock though. You really? got the Rock though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would win if he he would win if we was talking about Fast and the Furious. If we, if we were talking mean? about that, yeah, definitely. He's the he's the I um, think he's the goal. My 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 stable beating the fuck out of match for sure. Yeah. But, Look, but like because Teddy Hart, if he can't stop putting his hands on women, then oh, 
I was telling the boys not to let, put their hands on Do him. not let the facts get in between a good story. Oh, we're not, ex- what we're not supposed to do, we're not supposed to excuse domestic violence. I'm not. I'm All just right. saying, we ain't talking about that right now. We talking about <laughs> talents in the ring. We oh, have to talk. You know why we have to talk about it? Because he might not be in the ring because of the domestic violence. So anybody might be who put their sure. hands on anybody who could put their hands on women, so they, can't be, they can't oh, be. They can't be another oh, man. Oh, I'm oh, yeah, take this. Fuck out. I'm substituting them. Fuck it. Oh yeah, sub them. Sub them. I'm subbing them. Sub them. Sub them. Fuck it. Uh, shit. God damn it. I wasn't ready for this. I wasn't prepared. Uh, god damn it. I can give you a sub. No. No. I no. picked the best stable, and I can't give you a sub. You picked a bunch of slaughter teams. Are you fucking serious? That's why their name is Carnage. Yo. She picked. She picked the damn oh, Golden God. State Warriors and didn't want exactly. somebody else. <laughs> I can pick a good. I can pick a good sub for you. Nah, Kurt Angle. No, that has to fit the the the, the stable, man. It, it, it's a you legacy. You can pick somebody field. who's no longer here. You're probably right. You should probably pick Owen. Honestly, over over Teddy Hart. <laughs> yeah, if you had to pick a Hart, pick an Owen Hart. Pick I'd Owen pick Hart. Owen. <laughs> Since you don't like Brett, you say he can't even lace Kurt Angle's. I'll never forget that. Uh, 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 we will not get into that yeah. because it's episode... <laughs> randomly comes into my mind when I'm like, Here you go, Here you go with like, this. Yo, yo, this what we're doing? Wow. This is what we're doing again? That's funny. I tell you. So, so as we Jacob Fatu, Jacob Fatu, that's on that. Doing. Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. that's a good. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh my god, I, I don't know who that is, but I know anybody with the Fatu last name. <laughs> it's a monster. Anybody with a Fatu is a you, 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 you a monster. You a beast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, again, shout out to you guys being on the episode. Um, shout out to Larry. He'll be back on. Um, he went out of town, so he'll be back on soon. Um. Make sure you guys tune in every Sunday for after the year. We got to get you on one of those too, Tavia. I can uh, do it this Sunday. We I ain't sweet. got shit to do this weekend. Nice. So we'll have Tavia on after the year. Um, well, by the time you listen to this episode, Tavia would have been on after the year. So Pretty much. check that episode out. Um, make sure you uh, check out our, uh, this episode and the latest episode. With um, Kelsey Nicole Nelson, it was a really good episode. We talked about a lot. Um, can't wait to have her back on. And shout out to the Jabba Tiz Network. We got a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, we'll be back in the studio for the next episode of the Your uh, Show. We will have some of us. I, I, I don't know. I got body issues. I don't know. Matt is scared, but he will be back in the studio too. So, so, um. Also, check out the latest episode of Job Kids Podcast and Cats and Dogs. Um, so, shout out to them, too. Um, there's some rumblings about uh, a potential viewing party. Not sure yet, but I can't get into the details, but just know it's some rumblings. But you never know. It all depends on how New York is acting. <laughs> Shit. If it's so, like Orlando, I ain't with it. None of us I are. I ain't with it. None of us are. So, four. The Queen, Queen Tay, a.k.a. Queen Captain Falcon. Yeah. For BK Matt, who's uh, probably, this will probably be his um, second to last episode. <laughs> really, dude? <laughs> he, Why are you wishing that on me? Tavia loves me. 
I just want you, you it's really gonna, want on it's gonna be recorded too. So you I YouTube. You really another. wanna see bodily harm. First first Hennessy Hearts wanna beat my ass, and now you're trying to get Tavia to beat my ass too. Really? Tavia, you got my back, right? hundred and fifty percent. Alright, man. She she kind of like you guys are like my top like ten favorite people on, on the world in the world. And I know a lot of people. We appreciate that. We appreciate you. I don't be liking people. Tavia don't like nobody. <laughs> Tavia don't like nobody. Me and Tavia started our relationship on arguing about Biggie and Pop. So I mean, we already know Facts. how we are. <laughs> that that like, we already knew what it was going to be. As soon as Dre was like, "So uh, Tavia's going to be in the show," I was like, "Oh shit!" Hey, my ass beat. <laughs> I was cool with it though. That was the number one. Listen, that was the number one. That that hey, it was us two. I was like, the number one draft pick going to be T. So and then and then Larry was the next, like it had to be the next thing. So the next big thing, next big thing, Morgatron, Larry Morgan. So one word, one Can word. You believe like we were what six months in now? Yep. Oh, um, we're at episode seven, seven, seven months. Yeah, wow. we're twenty-two episodes in almost. Wow. Yeah, episode twenty-two. So uh, the Clyde Drexler episode. You think it's a little too early to be asking for a raise? No. So, for everybody here at the Earth Show, it's your boy Big signing off. All right. Later. Later.